I'm Noelle, the host of Pop Punk and Pizza, and today I'm joined by Definitely Maybe. How are you guys? Hi, we're Hi. good. Excited to be here. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah, I saw you guys at uh, your Bottom Lounge show in Chicago. That was a really fun show. Oh, um, no the most yeah. recent one? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's sick. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming. Of course. Uh, yeah, you guys are awesome. I loved your outfits and like you had a great stage presence and yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank you. The outfits were, it was an effort that was put forth. So we appreciate it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you guys are from Chicago, right? Yeah, for the most part. Ian was born in Michigan, so I was raised in the South, but we've all been okay. in the South. Okay. Do, yeah. do you guys have a favorite pizza place? In Chicago? Ooh. Mine's probably Lou's. Yeah. Well, probably, yeah, probably the same for me. We also love um yeah, they're good. deep dish. We love Demos because Demos is open super late. Okay. Go there after shows, especially like the one across from Subterranean and Wicker Park. So okay. For us too. They yeah. have like wacky flavors. Like I don't think I've been there before. It's so oh, good. it's great. They've got like the craziest thing, like buffalo chicken pizza and like barbecue pizza and yeah. yeah yeah okay it's always a slice of mac and cheese and a slice of pepperoni for me <laughs> nice yeah. um so how did you guys meet you want to take this one in <laughs> sure yeah um so I was sort of uh I kind of stumbled into their friend group uh when I started going to um a, a church that Sawyer worked at actually for a while um okay. and we all met uh playing music together there um, that was like one of the first things oh. that I'd ever really done with a guitar, like in front of people. Um, so I was just kind of, um, yeah, I'd been learning the instrument just self-taught for a couple of years, but like um, I was really pushed to like outside of my comfort zone to get on yeah. stage with them. Um, and we haven't stopped playing music since. Awesome. Yeah, church band kids, except I played the drums back in those days. So it looked a little bit. Oh, different. cool. <laughs> nice. Mm -hmm. And at one point during your show at Bottom Lounge, you shared kind of a personal story about your sister and how you decided that you want to pursue music and be in a band. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my my older sister, Jessica, she passed in 2020. Um, she ended her own life, died by suicide, and she was always the singer of the family. We all thought like, oh, she needs to be on American Idol. She's going to win The Voice. She's going to do all these things. Um so I was never the singer. I played the drums. I was in the back. I did that for like 10 years at church. And if you would have told me I would ever sing in a band, I would have laughed my ass off because it would have been absolutely ridiculous. I would have never done that. It was very shy, horrible stage fright. Um, and so I never even wrote a song until after she died. And so I like to think that that is what she left with me when she left this earth. And so um, wrote my first song in 2021 after kind of going through the grieving process for a year and, and being in therapy and really doing the work. Um, and then it just sort of happened. And like Ian said, with us playing music together, it, it just never stopped. Like we, I wrote one and we finished it and then we just 
kept going. It was kind of incredible. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely. I do believe that she is a huge part of it, even though she's mm -hmm. not. Yeah. I'm very sorry about your sister. And that's very strong of you to take that and put it into something positive, like, um, starting a band. So that's very inspiring, I think. Thank you. Thanks so much. And, um, are you guys currently assigned to a label right now? We are not. Um, it's definitely something we'd be open to. Um, okay. But we are currently independent. Nice. Single and ready to mingle. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, we don't have an agent. We don't have a manager. We, it's all us. <laughs> nice. And uh, you released your debut EP last year and you've had some singles since then. Do you plan on releasing a new EP or album anytime soon? Oh, great yeah. question. Glad you asked. Um, so we have a new song out March 1st and it's part of an EP that will come out in April. Um, hopefully earlier in April rather than later. I don't know. We, we don't have a date yet, but um, they'll have five songs on it, two that will not be released as singles. Um, but we are playing one of them live. So you heard one at Bottom Lounge. Um, oh, nice. So, find. Uh, so April something, there will be an EP and March 1st, a new song from that EP. Cool. I'm very excited to hear those. Um, and I notice you use the color pink a lot, like in the covers of your singles and like kind of in your aesthetics and in your hair, obviously. Um, so does the color pink represent anything for you or like symbolize anything or do you just like it? It's so weird that you say that because I've never actually thought about it. it <laughs> really? That just makes sense. But hot pink was my sister's favorite color. Oh, really? Never really made that connection. So oh. maybe that's something there. That's not why, but um, I've had pink hair for a long time. It was all pink until recently. Yeah. Um, like pink and black are just kind of quintessential, like pop punk and pink is generally considered feminine and I'm a female singer. So I just kind of <laughs> fit. Um, so we just, I mean, we just liked the vibe and it matched my hair. So we thought the branding would be easy, but yeah, it's my sister's favorite color. That's cool. I never really. Yeah, that's really cool. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think it fits with your sound in a way, like the color pink. I don't know. It's, it's like kind of poppy. Um, and yeah, so you're playing a show in Detroit February 16th, and then you're playing in Chicago again the day after for Snooze Fest. Can you talk a little bit about Snooze Fest and kind of what it is and why you wanted to play there? Yeah, um, we signed on to Snooze Fest so long ago and then it kind of creeped up on us and we were like oh my gosh we're so so excited we hadn't even remembered that we signed up for this yeah uh, but it's like a little festival that happens at beat kitchen i believe they do it every year this will be our first time um, oh cool like nine bands that are a part of it and the entire show is for charity it's for the hope for us network which is mental health awareness and resources which obviously is a cause that we're very passionate about yeah um, and another cool part about Snooze Fest and why it has that name is that everyone is encouraged to wear their pajamas and bring their pillows. And so instead yeah. of it, it's like a giant pillow fight. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I just recently found out that people wear their pajamas there, but that's really cool. That's mm -hmm. kind of a unique little thing. Um, yeah. You ready for round two? Another Chicago show? Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I would love to go. Um, I'd have to check my schedule if I can, but yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun though. I cannot um, wait to play a show in jammies. <laughs> yeah. 
That's going to be fun. Sounds like a lot of fun. Um, and there's a lot of great music venues in Chicago, but do you have a favorite one that you've played at? Ooh, like played at versus having seen a concert there? I yeah. This would be different. Um, we played at Shuba's once. Okay. Show ever. And I think that was still my favorite place to play. I don't know. What do you think, guys? I've got a top two, but I don't know which one's better. I, I really liked Bottom Lounge and the the big stage at um, not Cobra, uh, Reggie's. Yes, actually, I might yeah. change my <laughs> Reggie's. Is okay, fun. yeah, big... Reggie's is a really cool venue. That was sick. We live like around the corner from there too, which oh, is really awesome. so we just get to roll right on home. And oh, nice! It's like it's like straight out of Guitar Hero, so you just yeah. feel like a <laughs> rock star. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The slope ground is super cool. Yeah, so the that. short people can still see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice there was, like, on the floor there's a slope? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Exactly. That's interesting. It's nice. It's kind of subtle, but it, it's really nice. And yeah. I think we also just had great shows at both of those venues, too. So, like, that mm -hmm. definitely is part of it. But, um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I like Reggie's a lot. Um, and what artists or bands inspire or influence you when you're writing songs? Mm. So many, yeah, so, many. <laughs> so many, um, I never really listened to new music until 2020 when I was bored out of my skull and <laughs> needed loudness to drown a lot of things out. Yeah. Um, so before that, I mean, definitely like Avril Lavigne, Paramore, Fall Out Boy, all the, all the classics. Mm -hmm. Um, and in 2020, I found Allie Hagendorf's podcast called Rock This when she used to work at Spotify and, it introduced me to Machine Gun Kelly and Youngblood and Charlotte Sands and Lolo and all these mm -hmm. artists that are kind of in the scene now. And so a lot of the current scene inspires us. Um, bands like 408, Beauty School Dropout. We love Jaden Hustle. Oh, yeah. Um, and then anything from like the rock band video games. Can inspire <laughs> uh, really? I really listen to a lot of music growing up. So that's like the only music I know of that's not current or like 2005 pop punk so that's kind of my like scope of reference was very limited until 2020 yeah um, Ian has a very different story with his music taste yeah she's not lying by the way it's like it was surprising <laughs> like what what do you mean you don't know the song like <laughs> that was like every, really? yeah I am sort of the opposite where I've listened to almost everything um yeah and gone through all sorts of different phases and was like I was a trumpet player for like 14 years before I started playing guitar um yeah. so like um <laughs> my taste is all over the place but I, I tend to just kind of absorb all of it and so like what I've found from um really focusing on this genre like I didn't really spend a whole lot of time specifically listening to like pop punk stuff growing up I didn't go through like any sort of like emo phase or anything like that um, but I listened to like the popular stuff that was on the radio and, you know, and other things here and there, I guess I did go through a little bit of a green day phase, but, um, yeah. what I'm finding is that it's, it's, it's still there kind of, you know, it, it I, I absorbed it then and, and yeah. I can pull from it now, but I'm really excited by all of the new stuff in the scene too, uh, that I really wouldn't have had, like started listening to at all had we not wanted to go in that direction for the band. And like, so like court's been, we have like one of those shared um, Spotify playlists, you know, where oh, like, yeah. like, the other user. Mm -hmm. And so that honestly, like for a long time was where I got all my new music was just like, well, what's Courtney oh, cool. to? Um, yeah. So a lot of it is either like the classic, like 
quintessential stuff we all grew up on or like very modern for me. Um, mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I, I'm sure that I pull from other things too. Like my main like guitar hero is John Mayer. Okay. Um, of all things. And so like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been ready at all to even join like on stage at church let alone like yeah start writing music with them um had I not found his music it kind of made me obsessed with guitar but okay um but it's been really fun to explore like this stuff lately it's been um yeah. and like sort of find my voice in it it's been mm-hmm. really fun I yeah. thought you were gonna make it through your whole spiel without saying his name I was about to bring it up and <laughs> he said it I was like oh, John Mayer <laughs> that's yeah. funny questions then that was good yeah. Well, I, could, I could go on but <laughs> I swear who it's I don't need to <laughs> everyone I'm a I'm a big pop boy for sure Sawyer loves his top the pop. beginning of the our our era of the band um Kelsey Carter and uh Maggie Lindemann definitely inspired a lot uh, okay beginning of our uh the, the beginning of the band yeah people were important for us mm-hmm. and Leah Kate actually too mm-hmm nice charlotte sands yeah yeah and you covered girlfriend by avril lavigne at the show i saw you at which is so much fun um i love that song are there any other songs you'd really like to cover in the future so many oh my god i'm always talking about this because i feel like the cover song is such an important part of the set and can get so overlooked by i guess i'm just speaking hey don't give me that look (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I like obsessed over what cover for what show and like what who's the audience going to be and what are they going to know it changes but I really want to do a pop punk cover of Domino by Jesse J that's like a conversation um I think that would be cool same (laughs) I listened to so what by pink on the walk Mm -hmm. home today so I'd love to do something by pink whether it's yeah or raise your glass or sober that'd be good I would love once I feel like I've earned it which is probably never but I think it'd be sick for us to cover you you ought to know by Alanis Morissette (laughs) yeah that would be an interesting cover I would want to hear that (laughs) definitely what you want to know yeah why is it interesting because me I don't know it's just an interesting song it's a great I mean it's a great song what's your face Mine is just like you can't really ask me because none of mine get picked because my music taste oh. is way too broad. Hey, that's <laughs> not true. Um, but no, I I'm really excited by some of the ones that we've already chosen. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. I love kind of rewriting things and um, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe one of mine would be like um, Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. Okay, a ton of fun to do. I love that song. That'd be good. Um, yeah. Something like, so I think a cover song needs to be something the audience knows. And so that's kind of like my rule, which usually counts some of Ian's out because I'm like, no one knows that song. Um, so well, it's not I, that no one, but it's people <laughs> at our shows wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. If I could pick one just because I want to play it and sing it. And like, I know that not a lot of people at our shows would know it. Um, I think Ian and I have wanted to cover Tell Me About Tomorrow by Jaden Hostler for so mm-hmm. long. If you haven't heard mm-hmm. that song, it's just beautiful. Um, it's like mainly acoustic until the end and then it builds really big. Mm-hmm. It's just such a beautiful, beautiful song. So I feel like that would be a dream as well. If I were ever in a space where 
it would allow for me to cover that and people to enjoy it. Cool. I'm, I'm ready. Nice. I'll have to listen to that song because I haven't yet. The whole uh, album. It's is really good. Good. It's yeah. Um, his new. He just dropped a new song, Ian. You should listen to it. It's very sad, but it is very mm. beautiful. Yeah, I caught some of his set at Riot Fest. Um, mm. Not this year, but last the year before that. Um, and he was good. So I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Um, and is there a specific message that you hope people get from listening to your music or like, do you hope they get something out of it? Mm, That's a good question. And I kind of would love for the guys to answer after I answer, but, um, I think the biggest thing for me when I would listen to music growing up is that like, I would find these artists that somehow could put a song to like how I felt inside or maybe put words to things that I couldn't and mm-hmm. it helps, Ian always says this but like it helps untangle something in your brain um, and like it helps you figure something out about yourself and so if our music could do that for people I think that would be sick and also just encouraging people to be open and vulnerable because I you know firsthand know the consequences of keeping secrets or not telling people how you really feel or um, waiting too long to ask that question or what have you. Um, and so just that mm-hmm. people can listen and know that other people have the same thoughts that they do and that it's okay to speak those things out loud and um, they shouldn't suffer in silence. And so I just want to be mm-hmm. a source of people not feeling alone and, and maybe being able to learn something that helps yeah. them keep moving forward. That's a good message. Um, yeah, I definitely like songs better if they have like some sort of relatable thing in the lyrics um so yeah and what about you guys yeah I think for me like I just want people to like kind of escape reality and Mm. kind of like be in their own world so kind of just like I just want them to enjoy the music um for yeah that's kind of like what what music is for me like I don't really listen to the words too much but I kind of just escape reality a little bit yeah Mm -hmm. that people could be present while yeah. listening to it that's yeah. cool yeah that's I, I that's pretty close to what I would say too uh, that's how I relate to music um you know I, I kind of say this a lot but like I don't usually go to words for my first mm-hmm. form of like expressing myself and so okay. like uh what I've really liked about being a part of these songs is like sort of getting in touch with the parts of myself that kind of feel those things that Courtney's writing about um mm-hmm. Which is honestly, like, if you know me, kind of the only way that I do that. <laughs> like, yeah. for the most part, I leave those parts of myself untouched. And so, like, um, <laughs> I would like for, yeah, kind of like how Sawyer said, like, um, I would like the, the music to be really approachable, pal- palatable, exciting, um, and and that that become a vehicle for, like, the rest of the messaging. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, one of the yeah. one of the best things that I've seen is the number of comments on TikTok or Instagram, mostly TikTok, of people saying like, I normally don't listen to this kind of stuff, but this is really good. <laughs> well, that's you know, cool. Like that, that sort of like invitation um, to kind of experience the same things that we're experiencing. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I think the music is also a very important part like it's not just the lyrics like because the music is the like the first thing that you hear really so I think it's like an important hook to kind of reel people in um and then like the lyrics they kind of 
hear that second, I guess, but if even yeah. at all. So like Sawyer, Sawyer is not a lyrics boy. No. Sawyer is not listening to lyrics. Mm -hmm. That's like all I care about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone's different. So everyone enjoys music differently. But yeah, that's cool. And if you could collaborate with any artist or band, who would you choose? It could be big or small. So many. I have so many. Um, but I'll I'll narrow it down to two. I'll do one okay. like <laughs> one current. I I mean today my answer would be pink. I want to write a song with pink. Okay. I think that'd be so sick. She's such a badass. Um, and then I really love Beauty School Dropout right now. And a lot of the stuff that they self-produce, um, their guitar player, Bardo, does a lot of their production. And mm -hmm. if he could produce a song for us, that would be a dream come true. They're like unreal. Yeah, I saw them open for Blink-182 and they were really good. Casual. Yeah. Yeah. How are you guys? You can go in if you want. I'm still thinking. Um, I feel like I say something different every time that, that I get asked this question. Um, because yeah, I like Orny, like there's there's so many, but honestly, like you saying pink, it's absolutely like it would have been pink when I was a kid and and it's it's still pink now. Like that's gotta be something. <laughs> so like a hundred percent that'd be that would be amazing to work with her. Um but then uh like I don't know, production wise or something like I think maybe another artist would be uh Mod Sun. Mod Sun would be really great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen them live too. I'm wearing his Oh nice. <laughs> we love, we love Mod. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're like one of the best openers that I've ever seen. Oh like, my god. They, I saw them when they opened for Palais Royale and they were just like so like energetic and they really got the crowd going. So now, if you had if you oh, had yeah. said producers, I would have said the producer of their album Fever Dream, Chris Oh, Reality. okay. Because that album is like one of the, it's one of the best full albums. Like as like you know when something is an album that's just like a, a you know accumulation of songs. Yeah. That is a true like album. Like it's yeah. a work of art. Um, yeah. It's so so good. I yeah, agree. Willow Smith stuff which is amazing too he's like mm -hmm. wizard yeah creative for sure yeah and um where can our listeners find your music great question um hopefully it's not hard to find even though definitely is a hard word to spell um <laughs> we're everywhere that you can stream so you know youtube amazon spotify itunes um all of the things and if you have a hard time spelling our band name, we have a link tree. So it's link slash DM band. And that'll link you to every single thing that we've ever done or said or will say or do. Um, cool. And then obviously TikTok is a great place to connect with us. Nice. And anything else you'd like to plug or mention before we go, like social media or anything like that? um definitely follow us on tiktok definitely maybe band we post a lot um you can hear some of the new stuff the unreleased song that's coming out in march um if you are listening and you're in the detroit area come hang out it'll be our well two of us our first time in detroit ever so we're super pumped to hang out um and then come to snooze fest it's for a good cause you get to dress comfy and um it's gonna be a blast you'll hear a lot of sick local artists um Am I forgetting anything? We've been hand making our merch for our shows. Oh, recently. cool! Really cool. So you could come get a bleach dye shirt that you can only get if you come to a show. It's very not unique. 
each one is is unique yeah <laughs> they're pretty sweet if i do say so myself i was wearing one of them at, at the bottom line show yeah um yeah cool awesome well thank you so much guys for taking the time to do this interview i appreciate it oh, yeah man, thank you hey hello it's nice to meet you hey come in and have a slice of pizza hey hello it's nice to meet you